Salon Salvage number three will be a night of text, sound, and image, taking place in Weatherwood on October 29th, 2022, at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. To tell us more about the concept and what to expect for in this upcoming event, our co are our co are the co-curators of the event, Matthew Klein and Amy Zimmerman. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Hi, Matthew. Hi, Amy. Nice to have you with us tonight. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Jacob. Thanks for having us. Hi. Hey. Hi. Tell me, um, what is this event? Uh, well, there's a new poetry performance series in Troy, New York, downtown, inside of Weathered Wood. Um, we've had two of them so far. Uh, we started in the summer uh, with a, a reading with a couple of poets, including uh, my co-curator here, Amy Zimmerman, um, and a poet from New York City named Peach Kander. And we had an artist talk by Danny Killian, who owns Weathered Wood. Um, and then we had another event in September, and we're going to have another one coming up uh, end of October, the 29th. We'll be having events there the last Saturdays of every month. And it's from 7 to 9. You're both poets, yes? Yes, that's correct. Wonderful. Yes. How wonderful is that? Tell me, how did you get involved? What, what inspired you to write a poem, to be a poet? Oh, back in the day. You're oh, asking yeah. us to roll it back, huh? Okay. All right, Matt, go ahead. Um, most poets um, are just called to be poets, and you start writing secret poems in your secret notebooks when you're, when you're in high school, but usually... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe earlier, uh, yeah, there's a... Um, yeah, for me it was in junior high, yeah. and a lot of it was like mimicking things that I had read or um, song lyrics, really bad, terrible <laughs> love, love songs, yeah. That's true, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then usually, uh, at least it was the case for me, that there was a faculty member at the college that I went to who guided me towards poetry. Um, and, uh, you know, either saved or ruined my life, depending on how you think about <laughs> it. <laughs> they rescued it. You, yeah. They rescued yeah. it. Yeah. And Amy, you, you, uh, you're a continuing poet as well? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I have a little bit of a non-traditional, non-academic route toward poetry. Um, I've actually been a hairstylist most of my life, um, but I started writing pretty young, and it's uh, held me ever since. So uh, what I love about it is that it's really connected me to a community, a much broader community of people who really care about language, about what it means and what it can do. And, um, and so I've been pretty consistently involved, not just in writing on my own, which is, you know, one of those isolating experiences, I think, for a lot of people, because you do, you write mostly alone in your room with your notebook and that's it. Um, but readings, on the other hand, and regular reading series that people can count on, actually bring people together as a community. And that has been something that I've really loved being a part of, you know, for close to 20 years. So, and this event on the 29th, is it? That's on the right. 29th. So are you going to have you have people presenting their work, I take it, but can people sign up and, and they, no, they can't. <laughs> I just saw that. No, you have, you have a whole plan here. I see that. Tell me. It's not an open mic. There are plenty of open mics um, in the capital region that, that you can go to. Um, our format is usually somewhere between three and four performers. Uh, two to three poets, and then hopefully something else, uh, a filmmaker or a musician or a dancer or an artist talk or, or some other um, art form or medium that can be in conversation with poetry. Oftentimes they're visiting poets from, from a national touring scene or sometimes local poets um, uh, alongside as well. Um, this one upcoming on the 29th, we have a poet from Denver 
who will be Zooming in uh, to read from her book, Math Class. Uh, I think it's going to approximate what it's like to um, take <laughs> classes uh, online. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> so her name's Kelly Crumry, and she is also, or Crumry, and she's also um, a Calamari Archives Press author. So this has actually become a bit of a, a showcase um, event. And so that kind of tends to be the way that we work it, is to see if we can bring people together that either come from a similar background so we can sort of like uh, showcase like what's happening in the work uh, or try to showcase a press and often the press is really diverse in the type of work that it uh, that it showcases but what's great is that we can then uh, bring the focus to a press a good independent press that could use the promotion so that ends up being one of the functions of doing more showcase type uh, events. Yeah, so Kelly Crumry's book, Math Class, is out on Calamari Archive. We're also welcoming back Michael Peters to the area, who was a longtime SUNY PhD, and now he's teaching out in the middle of New York somewhere. Um, and he's a sound artist and a very looming performer who does um, also all, all kinds of um, drawing and, and um, text work with image. Um, so he'll be performing uh, in the middle, and then... At the end of the night, James Bellflower, uh, who's an artist and a musician and a professor at Siena, and I uh, will be performing from our new book, Hist, which is a poetry graphic novel. And we'll be projecting some of the images on the wall, as well as James will be performing some found sound and some synthesizer and some digital tricks, digital wizardry, and I'll be reading poems alongside of that. So... I always try to, when we have these live interviews, I try to relate what, what is being said to the people around my age group, which can be a lot of short attention spans and disinterest and <laughs> a lot of things. So, so what do you guys think you guys bring to that sort of age group, and why do you think that they should tune into this event as well? Wow. Well, I mean, first of all, it's all ages. The, so the venue is all ages and it's perfectly, you know, welcoming for uh, anybody. We've had families come in. We've had people with kids. It's totally fine. We're, we're open to uh, that. We think that the time and um, the time of day and the day of the week also lends itself to the all ages. But as far as the content itself, I think that what's great about it is that uh, it is really engaging and weird. Uh, and <laughs> poems typically uh, tend to be short little nuggets. So I think one of the things that you'll uh, find in, like, cre in say, creative nonfiction or fiction or, you know, even journalism or, or whatever other uh, author presentations is that people can get very long-winded. Uh, poets, on the other hand, tend to be a little more short and sweet. So <laughs> if you don't like one poem, just stick around and uh, you'll probably hear something that you do like. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out. Ooh. Oh, sorry, darling. What were you going to say? I just quickly wanted to shout out the owner of Weathered Wood, Danny Killians. Uh, his child, Riley, has been at both of our events. He's in high school and has thoroughly enjoyed them <laughs> and uh, is coming back. Hopefully, we'll bring friends. And so, Weathered Wood is just on. Second. Yeah. Second. Yeah, it's downtown. So it's a, it's in a shop, no? Yeah. Uh, he also has some art studios in there, including oh, I, I have an art studio in there. Oh. And uh, we clear it out, and we put out some chairs, and uh, we rock some poetry. And your, and your your art studio is more than poetry, then? I do collage work as, as well. That's what and I work on in there. And this book you showed me, which is some of the images that you'll be showing on the 29th. That's right. There's amazing images. Are those yours? Uh, those are my co uh, my collaborator, James's. Um, uh -huh. 
he took images that we found in an odd volume of Fenimore Cooper, um, and he put them through an app called Decimate, which uh, very slowly but thoroughly digitally destroys images. Wow. Now, I understand you might have a, a surprise poem for us. Is that right, Amy? Are oh. you going to do a little poem? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, yes. I oh, mean, come is on, this, be brave. Are we? Can do it. <laughs> okay. So, um, so this one is called Rodin Crater um, after the um, famous James Turrell. Whatever the tell says about you, it says about us all. A partial cylinder of light in the desert is not heaven, but it is closer than even a charitable donation. Not burning a forest does not get you in. Waiting for the wilt to unwilt is like this man building for 40 years his, strip, his landing strip for aliens. Right now, bare branches have the eggs of all new leaves inside them. Thinking hard about great art has punitive effects. It makes sense, desiring to enter stro strobe as grief display. My only wish is to see this cylinder before I die. A simple thing to lie so easily. That's wonderful. Thanks, Amy. That was life-changing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Thanks so much, so, Amy and Matthew. I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thanks so much for the time. <laughs> Thank you. Fun. See you on the 29th. Thank you. Weathered wood. And so for more information, you can go to San, oh gosh, Sans, you, you, you've got to do it for me. Matthew, where do we go to? What's uh, this? You can find us at Salon Salvage. Troy on Instagram, uh -huh. uh, Salon Salvage on Facebook, and Salon Salvage Troy on Twitter as well. Well done. Thanks so much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks for stopping in.